Welcome back, everyone, to the Coronavirus Podcast. I am your host, Kenzo. And I am Ferg. And uh, it's actually the Real Japan Podcast, uh, in case anyone was confused. But it has quickly morphed into the Coronavirus Podcast, since that's yep. about the only thing only thing worth covering nowadays. Not too much other news, but here we are. Yep. It's the major global news story of our time. Yeah, for sure, yeah. For the foreseeable future, I would imagine. You have to imagine that in 20 or 30 years there will be kids studying the coronavirus in high school, surely, writing reports on it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll be like, old, we'll be old geezers on the porch. <laughs> yes, talking sir. Talking about how, how, back in, how back in our day we had to, we got... Was it? We had to stay home for a month. Yes, sir. I remember yeah. the lockdown. Yeah, the, the lockdown of 2020. Yep. So, yeah, but uh, and have you have you been going out at all? Like, I mean, not well, out, out, but you know. Yeah. Well, I live out in the countryside, so hopefully, fingers crossed, it's a little bit of a lesser risk area. Um, having said that, I haven't really been going down into the city at all, really. I have been going, you know, doing a little bit of hiking. It was the end of the ski season. Um, you know, most ski resorts in Japan close at the end of March. Some do stay open until later. Right, right, right. The ones that are deep in the mountains, mm. but, you know, with the end of the ski season, I've, yeah, like I said, I've been getting out doing a little bit of hiking, a bit of running, sort of. Okay. Yeah, enjoying this very warm spring weather. I do, what do you think? I think surely, like, going out for a run in the countryside is fine, right? That's not um, violating any social distancing practices, is it? Yeah, I mean, well, I think as long as... Uh... As long as you're not coming into contact with other people, then uh, yeah. there's really no issues. Yeah. Um, unless, you know, some guy was violently coughing mm. and you happen to run by like five seconds later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess that might be a problem. I don't know. But I, but yeah, for the most part, as long as you're not with other people, then yeah. I don't think there's any issues. Yeah, just the farmers working in the fields, you know. Right, 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 yeah. How about you? Yeah, because uh, yeah. we all got to eat. Yes, sir. Um, me, I, I don't know. I've mm. been uh, just business as usual, I guess. Yep. I mean, I've, I've been, I mean, I, I still eat out maybe like once a week. Oh, do you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't really. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't really changed my habits too much. I guess that makes me a, a shitty person, but... uh. Well, but you know, but I've but I've cut back. You know, I used yeah. to go out like maybe maybe two three times a week, mm, but mm. now I only go out once. Mm. And um, and you know, and the places I do go, they're not like um, yeah, because because I think especially maybe this past week or so, it's been in the news a lot. Yeah, people go to kind of these hole in the wall establishments. Yeah, you yeah, know, where it's where it's very crowded and the the ventilation is poor. Yeah. Yeah, and then you know, in, in an environment like that, one, if one person has it, then pretty much everyone's fucked, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, 
but I'm also careful that when I, whenever I do go out, you know, I go somewhere that, uh, there's a bit more space you know, between. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, it's you know there'll be like you know proper booths you know for yeah. different parties. And, yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I've you know I've I've uh, maybe changed my habits a bit I guess. Yeah. 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 What about? But you know, but I, I guess you know, ideally, I shouldn't be going. Like, ideally, no one should be going out, right? I mean, ideally. Well, ideally, this is what, this is what they say, right? you know in japan they say like the government and officials are saying don't try and avoid going out basically anything that you don't need to yeah yeah but it's like hey man if my, if my bro wants to grab a beer then i kind of need to go out don't i <laughs> are you all ready for the state of emergency which you know most news outlets are saying is going to be announced tonight basically as we record yeah, this on I, I tuesday think, night yeah i think yeah as we're recording this mm. they have either they're probably making it right now mm. or they're going to make it and within a matter of minutes here yeah um, yeah so but uh mm. but yeah i mean we talked about this before mm. on this you know a couple maybe a couple weeks back mm. but um the uh, legally in japan yep. right yep. i mean they can't they can't force people to do anything basically yes yes they, Correct, they, they yes. can only ask. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, how people are uh, going to react to this urgent request from the government to stay home. Yes. The um, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm sure listeners will have seen some stories about this, even the ones that don't follow Japanese news that closely. But just to sort of review, mm-hmm. so most news outlets are stating that the Japanese government is about to declare a state of emergency for approximately one month, starting from tomorrow, from Wednesday, right. and lasting until early May. Mm-hmm. In And this will affect Tokyo, Saitama, Chiba, and Kanagawa, which those last three prefectures are all prefectures surrounding Tokyo, and then Osaka and Hyogo yep. mm-hmm. in western Japan, and then... Uh, Fukuoka in, you know, on the island of Kyushu. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, it's basically just all the big cities, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But uh, the one of the funny, th- one of the funnier mm. pieces of news that's going around is that Nagoya got left out. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're no right. No yeah. one gives a shit about Nagoya because, because about it's that, in between. Because it's, it's, it. it's a huge city. Yeah, it's yeah. a huge city, but it's but it it's stuck in between Tokyo and Osaka, so no one really ever thinks about it. Yeah, yeah. Although you're right, it yeah. is huge, isn't it? It's funny actually yeah, now yeah. you mention I mean, it. It's, it's, yeah, it's a very big city, but yeah. Um, in addition, um, Abe's Prime Minister Abe has also been talking about this um, big economic stimulus package. You know what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The article I read said. 39 trillion yen in fiscal spending and a total of 108 trillion yen, which is quite a huge mm-hmm, amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly, yeah. It'll be interesting to how it, to see how it's spent if it's not sort of, you know, economic support for these big companies. Yeah, although mm. based on what I read, it seems mm. like, like, you know, for super low income yeah people yeah 
you know, I mean, it looks it looks like they're gonna you know get some help there. Yeah, yeah. But but for the majority of mm. the working population, aren't gonna see a dime. It seems like. Yeah, yeah. The um, you know, yeah. Was it two hundred thousand yen for the super low income families? I th- I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Is either two hundred or three hundred? Yeah. Yeah. And then oh, you gotta... it might have been changed to. 300,000, yeah. Yeah, I think they upped it to 300,000. Yeah. But then there's this whole, like, convoluted where, like, mm. between the months of, I think it's, like, February and June. Yeah. You got to go down to the city office. Yeah. <laughs> and you got and you got to show them, you got to basically provide proof that your income has decreased by yeah. at least half. Yeah. Between you know during during the span of those four months, yeah, and then you, you gotta like get it approved, yeah, and yeah, I uh, yeah, I it's just gonna be a yeah a nightmare, yeah. I think. The um, I saw on Yahoo News, which is a very popular news aggregate site in Japan. The mm-hmm. um, they had a, a little poll asking, you know, what people's companies would be doing in response to the declaration of a state of emergency so what the people's employers you know what their response would be what instructions people had received from their companies this is uh, Mm -hmm. two-thirds 65.6 percent of respondents um oh and this was Uh about 2700 respondents when when i looked it's probably increased now but Two thirds, sixty-five point six. Okay, so so a decent number. A decent number, yeah. Yeah. Sixty-five point six percent said no particular response from their company. Yeah, that sounds about right. Fourteen point eight percent said their company was uh, promoting telework, like working from home, basically. Ten percent mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. said their company was promoting both teleworking. And staggered shifts, and which means they're promoting staggered shifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they give you the illusion that you have a choice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then five percent other, and then four percent or four point four percent staggered promoting staggered shifts only. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, bearing in mind many of the people that work for these companies will be on staggered shifts anyway yeah you know yeah, obviously like, if you work yeah, it, was in like, a... it was like that to begin with <laughs> yeah exactly if you work in a shop that you, you know everyone won't come in at the same time right 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 although i mean i mm. guess uh, what what they probably mean mm. is that you know instead of everyone coming in at nine yeah yeah you know, you know some guys yeah. come in at eight and some guys come in at nine and some yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah, but but yeah, it's not gonna, it's not gonna work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the situation is very worrying here in Japan. Not to be too cynical or conspiracy kind of minded, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, the Olympics were delayed. Well, I suppose it was a couple of weeks ago now, and since that, basically, the number of cases r- reported of coronavirus has been increasing every day. Whereas up to that point, it seemed, or at least the government was saying pretty much that they had it under control. Right. And yeah. the situation yeah. wasn't like it was in the West, you know. 
Yeah, it's interesting that uh, mm. before the Olympics got delayed, mm. they just weren't testing. It's yeah. like, oh, we can't get enough test kits. Yeah. But yeah. then suddenly, like magically, after the Olympics got delayed, like they're talking about like testing 20,000 people a day or something. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, that seems rather convenient. Yep. Again, not to be too conspiracy minded, but certainly there are it doesn't it doesn't look great, does it? No, I mean it, Yeah, I mean I'm not a big, you know, tinfoil hat person, but mm. I'm pretty sure there was some element of uh politicking going on with, with that whole uh lack of testing and you know trying to not cover it up necessarily but yeah you know trying to make it seem not as bad as it actually was yes, because they uh, really they really wanted those olympics to go ahead as scheduled yeah 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 well 2021 the year humanity beat coronavirus will you be celebrating oh man i'm, I'm hoping the olympics they just straight up cancel it man <laughs> dude I can't wait for the Festival of Sport and Health. Oh, yeah. Fun, fun. Yes, sir. All right. Well, uh, well, I guess that can kind of lead us into, uh, hmm. like, you, because you talked about that survey. Yep. On Yahoo News. And so I, I dug up a little piece of interesting uh, infos. Oh, yes. Um, so let's see, I think it was uh, right around the end of March, mm. it says March 29th here. Mm. Uh, so Google, good old Google, are yes, our, uh, robot overlords. Yep. Um, have been, um, it's no secret that anyone with Google maps on their phone, they're sending, uh, anonymous, uh, tracking data. Yeah. Yeah. To, yeah, to Google, you know, basically saying where you are and all mm. that. And uh, Google aggregated all of this data. Yeah. And they they put out some numbers. Um, basically, the numbers are, there's, let's see, one, two, three. There's six categories mm. that they kind of boiled things down to. And what the, the comparison is, yep. the number of people, um, the baseline is Sunday, February 16th. Okay. Yeah, so before... And then, yeah, before the, everything kind of really blew up. Yep. And then the the date of the survey was Sunday, March 29th. So mm. I guess, what, six, approximately six weeks? Mm. Yes. And so they have categories. So they got retail and recreation, mm. grocery and pharmacy, mm. parks, mm. transit stations, Mm-hmm. workplaces and residential okay and the figures are so compared to six weeks ago the number of people the percentage of people you know either the increase or decrease in in these six locations yep so if you look at a country like the u.s mm. which has been no, definitely more hardcore than Japan as far as telling people to mm. you know s- stay the hell away from anywhere public. Yes. Um, so, for instance, retail and recreation in the United States, compared to six weeks ago, mm. there are 47, 47% less people going to those locations. Yeah, quite a big reduction, isn't so, it? Especially yeah, if it's so about half averaged out across the states as well. 
Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I would imagine. Let's mm. see. We can scroll down here. A state like New York, because they mm. they also have it broken down by state. Mm. Um, if you just look at somewhere like New York, it's right here. Yeah, New York retail and recreation is minus sixty two percent. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's pretty wild. Um, yeah. And then grocery and pharmacy. And I'll go back to the national figures here. But but pretty much I think all these figures are going to be amplified in states like New York and California. Mm, mm. Um, so grocery and pharmacy is minus twenty two. Mm. So you know people still got to you know buy stuff, but they're yeah, buying they stuff less health. often. Yeah, yeah. Um, parks is minus nineteen, and that probably mm. stems from because they say it's okay to walk your dog as long as you maintain social distancing, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, people are still going to parks, just not as much. Mm. Um, and then transit stations is minus 51. Yeah, that's pretty big, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty big, yeah. I can see that. Uh, don't so want to get crowded trains. Yeah, these are like, it says subway, bus, and train stations. Mm. So, about half. Mm. And then, here, here's what was interesting to me, is workplaces mm. is a minus 38%. So, 40% mm. of people are mm. that weren't working from home... Mm. Are now working from home so i mean yeah. that's a pretty that's pretty significant oh yeah definitely yeah 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 and uh and then it says residential is plus 12 percent mm. everyone's staying at home so yeah but but not as much as i would have expected i mean it's only a 12 percent increase yeah so kind of that's interesting it is interesting but i suppose there could be a couple of reasons for it couldn't it they're like one reason could be that the amount of people at home is larger at any one time than any of the other categories. So even if... Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying, yeah. So yeah, even okay. if the number so. of people increases by a lot, the percentage mm -hmm. increase mm -hmm. might not be as large as the other categories. Yeah, yeah, Another yeah, true. reason might be that people might have location data turned off when they're at home, you know, and they don't need to access maps or anything and they're connecting on their home, yeah, home wi-fi yeah. and things like that true true yeah okay it's, so yeah. so yeah th that's so that's the u.s mm. so use uh then we look at japan okay let's see so in japan uh, retail and recreation is minus 26 percent so you know it's, it's lower yeah no not, no doubt about that nowhere near the u.s but definitely but, lower. Uh, maybe not as low as it. Yeah, nowhere near. Yeah, so mm. it's, you know, okay, so it's all right. Not mm. off to a bad start. Yep. Uh, grocery and pharmacy is minus seven percent. So it's won't my more or less unchanged. Mm. Yeah. Um, personally, I think that might have something to do with because mm. in the U.S. we have big refrigerators. You know, mm. some people even got like a huge a huge freezer in the garage. Yeah. So, so like, if we need to, we can mm. buy a fair amount of food yeah. in, in one trip, you know. And also, you know, and typically people take their cars to go grocery shopping. Yeah, yeah. Whereas uh, in the U.S., or I mean yeah, in Japan. It's easier to stock up, I guess, in the struck U.S. me when I first moved here as well. Mm. Um, is that uh, people typically go shopping for groceries like on a daily basis yeah yeah you know i mean in the u.s i think it's most common maybe like every maybe every two to three days you yeah know, you go buy groceries yeah 
but over here it's like a daily thing and that's partially mm. because just the the homes are smaller yeah so you can't fit as fit as much stuff in your fridge yeah so yeah. You, you know you end up having to you know go out more often yeah yeah um so i mean certainly that probably has something to do with the the more or less unchanged number of people going shopping for groceries yeah yeah um so so there's that then moving along mm. to parks yeah there's a minus minus 25 percent well that's quite a lot that's more than i expected for parks in japan yeah yeah i wonder wonder what that's all about i mm. guess yeah i don't know mm. oh oh I was going to say su suggest Hanami, but that people wouldn't have done, been. You'd think the parks would have increased, even if people were doing only minor Hanami. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny that you mentioned that because mm. there's a and I, I wish I could show this to the people who are listening. Mm. Um, but um, so there's there's a line graph mm. showing, you know, from February 16th up to March 29th, and. Right around when the uh, hanami, cherry mm. blossom season, was at its peak around, what is that? Like, I'm trying to mm. eyeball eyeball this graph here. Maybe around yeah. March, like March 19th, I guess? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it was actually the number of people visiting parks was plus 40%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared to compared to February sixteenth, so yeah, yeah, I think uh, yeah. So the the decline might be partially attributable to people kind of got it out of their system, so they don't need to go anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just you know, based uh, yeah, that makes sense. Just based, yeah. based on the season that this whole fiasco happened to fall into. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, there's that, and we'll move on to transit stations. Okay. And this was uh, minus 41%. Oh, that's quite a lot as well. All, almost, not quite as much as the U.S., but quite a lot. Yeah, it, it's interesting. I mean, mm. I wonder, because we'll just, I'll just move, move along so we can talk about it together. Mm. Because this ties into the number of people at workplaces, presumably. Yeah, you would think so, right? because, because, because people, yeah, because people you know, take the train to work mm. uh, typically. Mm. Um, but and this, this is what I, this is the, the part that I thought was funny mm. was uh, workplaces is minus nine percent. So not much at all. Yeah, so pretty much it's uh, people who are mm. working are mm. not really working from home or doing much anything differently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then uh, yeah, but but it's weird because, mm. like, how does that tie into minus forty percent in transit? Mm. You know, yeah, yeah, that is interesting, isn't it? Because I mean, yeah. the thing is, in Japan, lots of people live quite because the the transport system is quite good here. Lots of people live far away from, like, physically far away from their yeah, workplaces, yeah, don't yeah. they? Like, too far to decide. Oh, I'm going to go into you know, I'm going to walk into work or... Right, right, right. You know, and like parking, especially in big cities like Tokyo and things, it's expensive. And... Um, yeah, yeah, that's... The, yeah, you're going to have a bad time trying to commute to working with a car yeah, in exactly, somewhere like yeah. Tokyo, yeah. 
so is this all of Japan as a whole? Yeah, so that that was the thing mm. that I was I was just thinking about was because this is mm. for all of Japan. Mm. So you know, uh, uh, you know, someone like me living in an urban area, mm. I'm, you know, I probably have a bias thinking that you know, well, everyone takes a train to work, mm. but I, I guess in rural areas, you know, people drive to work. Yeah, yeah. T- uh, typically, yeah. So, so maybe. It's just the people in rural areas aren't mm. are choosing to drive. Maybe yeah. Even, even if maybe they usually take the bus, but now they're driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then so residential is plus seven percent. So I mean that's you know more or less mm. the same as as the U.S. Yeah, well, a little bit lower, but um. Well, I mean that's interesting. Well, well, let's let's look at Tokyo in particular then. Look at oh, the do they have there. it broken down by location? Yeah, for in Japan. Japan as well. Yeah, they also have it broken down. Yeah. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Good old Google. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah. So I think Tokyo is hmm. definitely a more stark change. So retail is minus sixty three percent. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite yeah. a lot, isn't it? And and groceries minus thirty two. Hmm. Uh, parks minus 66 mm. although although in tokyo as well there's a huge spike right around the 20th of march mm. look it looks like it goes all the way up to maybe plus almost plus 50 percent what are they doing they'll get coronavirus yeah yeah they will yeah so there's that and the mm. transit is minus 60 mm. the workplace is workplace minus 27 yeah, still not that so, much, though, is it? It is odd that the transport is down so much, but workplace is still... Yeah, yeah the workplace only declined by mm. about half mm. relative to the transit. So that's, yeah. Yeah, I wonder what that's all about. I don't know. But what about like some workplaces? You know, If you're like a salesman, you'll be going out a lot. Um, they might have cut down on oh, meetings. Oh, that with might be it, yeah. Clients, you know. So people are still getting yeah, the cut, train cut to work. On useless bullshit meetings, yeah. <laughs> important meetings. Oh yes, important yeah. meetings to plan the next meeting. Yes, sir. Yeah, and then okay, the residential's up fourteen. So, mm. um, I guess it'd be interesting. Let's just pick a random, like more rural area. Mm. Um, I don't know. Let's see what we got here. Uh, I don't know what's a what's a rural one. Kagawa, that's pretty rural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's out in uh, was it uh, Shikoku, right? Yep. Yeah. So yeah, if you look at this one, it's mm. um, retail and grocery are more or less unchanged. Mm. Workplace and residential unchanged. Mm. Uh, parks are up twenty percent. <laughs> You gotta get out and enjoy that nice spring weather. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and then and then transit's minus twenty two. Yeah. So that's I guess that's kind of representative of. Yeah. Yeah, and, and just looking at because the one after that is it's an alphabetical, but then that one after mm. that's Kagoshima, which is mm. maybe not as rural, but mm. definitely not urban. And yeah, it's kind of the same story: retail, grocery, workplace, yeah. residential are all all pretty much the same. So no one's really changing their habits, but people yeah. are definitely traveling less. So, you know, transit's down 15. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then parks are up. 
So mm. it might just have to do with, I don't know, because people have more time off or mm. going to going oh, for, going for a walk, yeah. maybe. That is a good point. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But mm. so anyway, yeah, I just thought that was uh, interesting to see the contrast uh, between, I guess, you know, when there's a mm. proper penalty mm. for not staying home. Yeah. You know, it definitely motivates people to actually stay home. Yeah. Uh, whereas, in, whereas in a country like Japan, where it's, uh, there's really no, mm. no penalty, there's no penalty for not listening to what the government says. Mm. Uh, people just kind of do do what they want. Yeah, it will be interesting to see if the situation changes after they declare a state of emergency, won't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you know. Mm. I mean. Th- all the pr- privacy concerns aside with mm. this uh, project that Google has uh, yeah. undertaken, uh, it, it will be interesting if they maybe do this again in like a month from now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just to see uh, how the, the trends change Yeah, over time, especially in a country like Japan, which was, I think, you know, a bit late to the game as far as declaring, a, you know, a proper state of emergency. Oh, yes, yeah, certainly, yes. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's my bit for today. Oh yeah, just super quickly before we move on, do people in Japan still use Yahoo Search these days, or is everyone on Google now? Because it used to be the case I, that Yahoo Search was I, pretty I, popular in Japan, wasn't it? I think, and, and mm. this is you know purely anecdotal, mm. but um, from what I've seen. Mm. Like young, maybe younger people use Google. Yeah, yeah. M- more, more than Yahoo. Although certainly a fair number of people use Yahoo as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but older people, I think, tend to use Yahoo. Still keeping that Yahoo going. Yeah, and and I think I think a lot of it has to do with some um, uh, because SoftBank. Mm. That owns Yahoo, right? I think it is. Oh yes, yeah, Yahoo Japan, yeah. Right, yeah, and and, and also, it's, I think it's worth noting mm. that Yahoo Japan and mm. Yahoo in the U.S. Mm. are completely separate companies. Yeah, now. yeah. Uh, you know, they they used to be related, but now they're totally. I mean, the logo is mm. the same, I guess, mm. but they're totally separate companies. Mm. Um, but yeah, so uh, if you buy a phone at SoftBank, I think like the homepage of your browser ah oh, sneaky does it default yeah, it's automatically yeah it, it defaults to the uh, yahoo yeah gotta go in the settings and change that to bing eh <laughs> oh yeah everyone's favorite <laughs> yeah but uh so i think that has a lot to do with it yeah yeah about how yahoo still has a pretty major foothold in japan yeah when was the last time you, pre- yeah. you searched for something on yahoo I I can't remember yeah. to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, occasionally I go there to for, for like the news. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just because you know it's a pretty decent aggregator, you know, give them credit there. Yeah, it's probably uh, but, one of but, the but, most yeah. popular ones in Japan, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Was the, yeah. I mean, and, and you know, it's and it doesn't have like a bunch of like um, you know bullshit ads like yeah. interface or anything i mean it's it's a pretty clean interface like, yeah I'll, I'll give them credit for that but yeah. as far as their search yeah i've never, I've never used it yeah mm-hmm. 
So I use that in any case. I use that duck duck go. They don't collect any data, right? Oh yeah, that that's yeah, that's, that's super like the big uh, thing. An, well, yeah, super anonymous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's supposed to be pretty pretty good, right? It's the I mean, search I've, in English is okay. It, yeah, it doesn't really work so well mm-hmm. in Japanese. That's the problem. So Oh, yeah, yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah, for Japanese I usually end up using Google. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. Shall we move on to the next story? Yep, and I think uh, mm. this, this this next one's going to take a while to unpack. Yeah, so, it's a little well, bit so complicated. Let's get started then. So, all right. So, the next story we're going to be talking about is the Moritomo land scandal, and this. And also, yep. before we started, this is not coronavirus related. So, if you're tired of coronavirus news, then this 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 is right up your alley. Oh, correct. Yes, if you've been skipping yeah. forward through the podcast, waiting for a bit when we don't talk about coronavirus, you can go back to normal speed now. So, this next story is about the Moritomo land scandal, and this was a huge story in Japan you know, starting in 2017, and then it came back in 2018, and then it seemed to have died away, and now it's come back, and I'm about to explain yeah, why. Yeah, it just, just will not go away. Yeah. Yes, sir. And we do, we need to sort of go into the background of this case before I explain exactly why it's come back now. But just to say quickly, mm-hmm. you know, any Japanese person who is even moderately interested in the news will know the rough outline of, of this. It was a huge story here. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, think sort of like equivalent in, in scandalness to like, you know, the Trump and Stormy Daniels kind of thing. It's that sort of level, would you say? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I mean, as far as... Uh... Like how high it was in the the public yeah. consciousness. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. obviously, mm-hmm. totally different subject. But... Also, just yeah. before I get into the explanation of what this case is about, um, it is a little bit complicated, and I haven't written like a script or anything, so I'm sure I'll get some little things mixed up here and there. Also, as well, lot, you know, the names of these different bureaus and government officials and things are obviously all in Japanese, and some of the translations are you know, maybe similar in English or not so natural in English. So just, you know, if you're really detail-oriented, you can go away and read about this if you want to know the exact names of everything. I'm sure I'm going to mix up some names and get some things wrong. But that said, let's just jump into it. Yeah, so yeah, uh, bear with us. Yeah, bear with us, bear with us. Mm -hmm. So... Back in 2015, this private school in Osaka, um, Moritomo Gakuen, decided to purchase land from the government. And they bought this land for a price of 134 million yen. You know, a decent kind of chunk of change, I guess you would say. Like, um... Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hmm. And they also, at the same time as they did this, they named Akie Abe, who is the wife of the Prime Minister of Japan, as the honorary principal of the school. 
Now, one thing to note about this school is that it was um, operating under a kind of allegedly sort of nationalist um, agenda, kind of. Their curriculum was sort of a lot more nationalist focused than yeah than yeah, normal. That's, that's what I read as well. Yeah. yeah, you know, they were reviving some sort of old practices and, you know, sort of chants and things from nationalist mm, Japan. Mm. The reason that's relevant is because, you know, people have accused Abe and his administration of being, you know, pro-nationalist. Mm. Which, uh, mm. you know, granted is... Uh, is, mm. is I, I, I think there's some truth there. I mean, it's definitely oh, more... Yeah. yeah, I mean, he, just the policies are so much more, like, pro-Japan than previous administrations were yeah certainly yes and yeah. i mean revising the constitution and things you know heavier emphasis on on defense mm. you know mm. appears to back that up so yeah i don't i don't think that's too controversial to say okay so you know 2015 this private school buys this land in osaka for 134 million yen now you know that should be the end of which, it. Which, which is, yeah. which is about, was it one one point two yeah. million US? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? exactly. Around yeah. there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, you know, this is like land in Osaka City. It's, you know, it, it, it's not cheap land, but in this case, it was maybe cheaper than it should have been because in early two thousand and seventeen, this huge scandal came out that was you know initially reported in some of the weekly magazines and also Asahi Shimbun which here has a re reputation for being quite sort of anti-government would you say or anti-LDP mm, yeah, I guess yeah. anti the current government mm -hmm. certainly yeah now what came out when all these documents came to light and when you know, the sort of situation behind this land sale to the school came out. What had trans what it what had happened was that this land apparently had actually been worth nine hundred and fifty six million yen. So way, way higher than the one hundred and thirty four million yen. The, the, yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, not quite ten times as high, but basically like sort of you know, eight or nine times as much worth as as much as what they paid for it. They paid 134 million, mm -hmm. should have been worth 956 million. So they got a discount of approximately, you know, 800 million yen or 8 million US, roughly. Yeah, yeah. Now, the reason for this huge discount in the price of the land sold to the school, it was said was for cleaning up this underground kind of trash or you know the word gomi in japan which could be basically anything like unwanted rubbish or trash yeah but, ba but basically there was some mm. some kind of generic contamination right with the land exactly under the surface of the land mm -hmm. and appa right, right. apparently this 800 million yen discount was the cost of the cleanup of this trash under the land. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The government also paid 130 million yen, approximately that amount, for, for to, to go toward the cost of this cleanup. 
So basically, the government only made, you know, like a couple of million yen from the sale of this, you know, big piece of land in in Osaka. You know, sort of like 20,000 US, maybe a tiny fraction, a tiny, tiny Mm -hmm, fraction of mm -hmm. what this land should have been worth. Now, we'll come back to this 800 million yen discount and and some of the issues there in a second. But just to sort of go quickly into how that how this scandal progressed. Now, after it came out, as I said, this was a huge scandal. And what happened was that the Ministry of Finance, who had basically... They were, it wasn't officially their land. This land was managed by the Osaka Airport Bureau. It was government land. But basically, mm-hmm. the Ministry of Finance, were, and in particular, the local Ministry of Finance, or the local finance bureau in, in the Kinki region, in West Japan. Yeah. They were basically in charge of sort of like, you know, the, the finances of this, sort of deciding how much the land should be worth, how much it should be discounted, exact, you know, those kind of things. And they said in 2017, basically they said that they had destroyed all the documents related to the sale of this land. Yeah, so they they went full on, what was it, Enron on, on these guys? <laughs> they went full on Enron. They yeah. basically, at least initially, refused to take, you know, any blame. Uh, however, the principal of the school, not the honorary, the honorary principal was uh, Aki Abe, as I said, Abe's wife. But the principal, the normal mm-hmm. principal of the school, um, is this guy, like a sort of interesting character, Yasunori Kagoike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is, he's, he's one of a kind, man. <laughs> yes, sir. He's basically the day-to-day operator of this school, very closely involved in it. Right, right. And, you know, there's... Photos of him and, you know, um, Akiyabe together and things like that. It's, you know, mm-hmm. he's obviously got close ties with, you know, at least Abe's wife. You know, perhaps Abe as well. Yeah. I read that Abe gave the school a 1 million yen donation himself. So probably close ties to him as well. But Right, right, right. This guy, Yasunori uh, Kagoike, and his wife were arrested in July 2017. Osaka City government went on to sue the school for the return of about 60 million yen in subsidies. And this led to the school going bankrupt and Kagoike received, you know, a five-year prison sentence for fraudulently. Yeah, they threw him in, in the slammer, man. Yeah, they did. They basically said, you know, they, they cut him loose. He's, he's done. Yeah, yeah. They, they threw his ass under the bus, like, hard. Yes, sir. And interestingly, I mean, we won't go too much into Kagoike today because we don't have time, but he he sort of after that, he went anti-government, you know, he said like this was all the government's doing and things wasn't fair what they did to him. And he has recently released a book about his side of the story. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Anyway, now... So what's happened here is, you know, just to repeat myself, the Ministry of Finance, and in particular the Kinky Local Finance Bureau, which is operating underneath the Ministry of Finance, they altered these documents, which of course are 
you know, um, important public documents. They shouldn't be altered. So, yeah, the Osaka police uh, investigated what had gone on here, and in May two thousand and eighteen, they sort of announced that they had that they would decline to prosecute thirty eight people who were all in some way or other related to the Ministry of Finance. You know, which mm-hmm. is seems like a very sort of strange decision. You know, these are the people who actually sort of altered yeah. the documents around in the land sale made Right, right, right. You know, remove references to this huge discount. And in particular also removed any references to important political figures. You know, yeah. such as Abe yeah. and his wife and Asotaro as well finance minister now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah one of the people that was key to this investigation was Nobuhisa Saga and he at the time mm-hmm. was the head of the financial bureau which is part of the ministry of finance not the kinky finance bureau a, di- a different thing. He's operating under the head office. See, this is what I meant when it gets confusing. Yeah, yeah, it's real convoluted, yeah. Yeah, real convoluted. But this guy, he, you know, he apparently was um, directing the whole thing and, and sort of telling them, you know, is, is change he these that, documents. That, clue, yep. that clueless guy with the glasses? <laughs> he does wear glasses. I don't. You might be thinking of another guy, Mitsuru Ota. Is uh, oh, maybe that's. Him. Are I you thinking know. of someone with hair or without hair, or with like uh, short with hair. hair? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you're probably thinking of him. Yeah, who like testified in front okay. of the. Guy. Yeah, he testifies. It's like he does not know his like ass from a hole in the ground. No, you know? it's like. I mean, he. Yeah. yeah, he's basically a very senior, a very senior bureaucrat, but. Yeah, when, you know, which when I saw that, mm. it it really signified to me that like he is not the mastermind. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, exactly. Like, yes, he, like he doesn't have a clue. Like he was just doing what he was told. Yes, this is the interesting thing. Now, just to sort of focus on this guy a little bit, Nobuhisa Sagawa, because. He's kind of like the top link in the chain, even though obviously it seems like he should have. Why would he choose to alter these documents and, you know, fraudulently yeah, sort of have this yeah. huge discount on the sale of government land? So after this whole scandal came out, you know, the Ministry of Finance denied any sort of wrongdoing. They kind of weathered the storm and he was later... So this is July 2017, going back a bit, but still after the scandal came out. He was promoted to the head of the National Tax Agency. It was quite... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty... You know, this is a pretty big job for him. However, after... So basically, he, he, kept, he kept his mouth shut so they hooked him up, right? Exactly. That's, I mean, well, yeah. allegedly, right? Alle- allegedly, yes. Now, it didn't, as I said, this scandal didn't go away, came back in 2018, 
when you know the Osaka police declined to prosecute all these people related to the Ministry of Finance, which Kagoike, the principal of the school, said was totally unfair because basically they they cut him off, they threw him away, but they protected all the people related to the government. Yeah, yeah. But um, the government did, or the Ministry of Finance did kind of release its own re- investigation report. Oh, which I'm sure was totally legit and unbiased. <laughs> well, yeah. They were, they investigated themselves in July 2018. <laughs> they, they, they graded their own paper. Yes, sir. And yeah. this did... As a result of this report, mild punishments were sort of imposed on some uh, Ministry of Finance officials, notably Nobuhisa Sagawa, who took a 20% pay cut for three months. And Oh, man, that's, that's brutal. That's <laughs> brutal. At that, well, at that point, he resigned. Right, yeah, he he had served his purpose. He 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 got out of there. Yeah, he he got out of there. He resigned. You know, I mean, to be fair, his public image was destroyed at that point. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, although although I'm sure he was more than compensated for his trouble. <laughs> well, he um, when he resigned, he sort of made this statement, basically saying that it was, you know, kind of again saying it wasn't his fault. You know, the response, you know, the, the government, sorry, the diet's treatment of the Ministry of Finance was not very good, things like that. The diet, in this case, referring to mm-hmm. the opposition parties who were questioning. Right. You know, right. They, because they yeah, were the major yeah, force yeah. kind of questioning Abe and questioning the Ministry of Finance. Obviously, Abe, as the Prime Minister, was not going to push this issue himself. Yeah, yeah. He did then later um, say that, uh, you know, he kind of took responsibility and said, it, oh, no, actually, it was his. It was all his fault. So who knows? I mean, maybe behind the scenes, some political figures said, hey, you know, <laughs> it'll be better for you if you just stay quiet about this one. Yeah, and take this unmarked paper bag. Uh, yes, sir. But j- so just to yeah. review... This is this is where we are so far. We've got the government sells land to this private school at a huge discount. It looks very dodgy. A couple of years later, a scandal comes out where it turns out it was dodgy. The principal of the school is punished. Officials from the Ministry of Finance are more or less not punished. Now, however, the police were investigating this, as I've as I've said, the Osaka police were investigating the, the case. Yep. And while they were still investigating the case, before they had announced that they wouldn't be prosecuting anyone from the Ministry of Finance, in March 2018, uh, an official, a bureaucrat from the local um, finance bureau, the Kinky Finance Bureau that I mentioned before, Toshio Akagi, uh, he killed himself, and reportedly, mm-hmm. this was because of the stress put upon him. You know, he was more or less forced to alter these documents. He knew he'd done something wrong. He knew this was illegal. The police were investigating him. You know, potentially, it could have been that they might have 
even made him take the fall for it being a kind of fall guy, but yeah, yeah. Either way, the stress was building up, and you know, according to his wife, this was a major factor in his decision to commit suicide. Apparently, according to an article I read, when his wife first discovered his body, she called the police instead of an ambulance because her first thought was that he had been killed by the Ministry of Finance. Oh, really? Well, apparently, yeah. I don't know if that's, you know, true or not. Yeah, yeah. This, it does, his suicide does kind of remind me of, you know, there was um, this guy in the UK, David Kelly, who killed himself Mm -hmm. uh, back in the early 2000s in connection with the sort of weapons of mass destruction investigation into uh, Iraq. Oh, really? Yeah, and, uh, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, there was speculation that he'd been, that he was, you know, feeling guilty or feeling pressure about having sort of aided the government in presenting its case that there were weapons of mass destruction, mass destruction yeah, and there yeah, weren't yeah. really any. Now then, so back to Moritomo Gakuen, the Moritomo land scandal. Now, the reason this has all come out now is because the wife of the civil servant, the bureaucrat who killed himself, has now sued the Ministry of Finance and Nobuhise Sagawa, the guy that we mentioned, for 110 million yen in damages. Mm -hmm. And it turns out she has some notes that Akagi left behind that detail, in very clear detail, who was giving what instructions and the names of people and the reasons why they were being forced to do things. Have those documents been, uh, are those uh, made public? Or well, this is an interesting thing. This is a very good point. So, part she has released parts of them, like, you know, little kind of snapshots. Okay. And also, um, the government, I can't remember, I think it was Abe and Asotaro. I'm not sure if it was just Asotaro, but they have reviewed them as well. Now, they said that there weren't any particular new, or that there wasn't any particular new information in these documents. Right. However, you know, there are basically conflicting opinions on this. You know, it seems like, as I mentioned, these documents, you know, according to some sort of news outlets, that they do detail what happened, the processes that were involved and the exact processes under which the Ministry of Finance directed the kinky local finance bureau to alter the documents in more detail than has previously been uh-huh, uh-huh. than has previously come to light. The interesting thing about this, the Osaka police's investigation um in you know back in 2018 was that they when they released their report, they weren't, they didn't sort of talk about specifics, or they did, but in a way that they sort of obfuscated it, you know, like the mm-hmm, yeah, logical progression yeah. was not very clear. And it's a li- it is a little bit easier to do that in Japanese, to be fair, than in English, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Um, but, however, it seems like the 
according to one opinion piece I read, the, the chance of winning this civil case. Oh, it's a civil case that his wife has raised, of course, you know. But yeah, it seems like the chance of winning this civil case is actually perhaps low because, you know, the Osaka police have already declined to prosecute all the involved parties from the Ministry of Finance. But right. like you said about the, making these documents public, Apparently, that does seem to be part of the motivation for bringing this case is to make this all public, to put it on the public record in a way that it can't yeah, be yeah. buried, basically. Mm-hmm. Right, right, Another, right. And then let the, let the people draw their own conclusions, I guess. Exactly, right? exactly. Another yeah. interesting thing about this note is that it seems to point towards the existence of a very detailed document that... Um, you know, shows exactly what revisions were made and when that apparently was handed to the Osaka police when they did their original investigation, but no one really? sort of knows where it is now. Oh, that, that thing's long gone, man. <laughs> In the shredder. Yeah. Now, yeah. it gets very murky. This whole thing is basically about government corruption. Where, you know, whether or not there is any, that's the implication. Well, I mean, there certainly is some, but the question is how far it goes. Now, mm, yeah, you know, we're sort of running on a bit. Don't want to get too lost in the weeds here. It's probably, you know, yeah, I'm sure yeah. people have already probably yeah. lost track of all the different threads already. But there's just a couple of interesting points I mm, want to mention. Right. Now, why did the Osaka police not prosecute? Um, you know, people related to the Ministry of Finance in 2018. It's an interesting question because, you know, these documents obviously were altered. That is not in dispute. You know, the land, the price of the land was discounted by, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, a, a, a huge amount that seems unreasonable. And we know that references to political figures were taken out. Um, this guy, right, right. Mm -hmm. Yasushi Keda, who was a senior official at the Ministry of Finance, you know, he he said that there was a problem with this, this 800 million yen discount and no one really mm -hmm. knows where it came from. Now, yeah. you know, it sounds kind of like they basically made up a number and said, you know, they said to the school, well, how much can you afford? And they basically worked it out. It, it sounds like, you know, now, the head of the Special Investigations Unit in the Osaka Police, I might be getting some of these English names. It might not be like the exact correct English names. But as we said at the top, you know, kind of bear with us. Uh, this Machiko Yamamoto. Now, you know, she, had, she was sort of overseeing the investigation. And she did go on later in 2018 to become the chief prosecutor in Hakodate and then back to Osaka to become the deputy head of Osaka police. Uh -huh. You know, and seems to be, you know, apparently that position is a position that usually leads to people becoming the head of Osaka police. Seems like a, a right, good rise. Right, right. So, you know, you might have some questions. However, according to this reporter Fuyuki Aizawa now we'll come back to him in a minute because he's a bit of an interesting guy as well because this whole thing gets okay. even murkier but according to him he is under the impression that 
Yamamoto was actually kind of, she wanted to, you know, bring a case against the Ministry of Finance. Apparently, he, the way he writes it is, it appears that the resistance to this investigation was coming from the Ministry of Justice and the Supreme Public Prosecutor's Office. And in particular, the head of the uh, Ministry of Justice, Hiromu Kurokawa, who is now head of the Tokyo Supreme Public Prosecutor's Office. Also, uh -huh. Mitsuru Ota, who's, I mentioned you might have been thinking about him earlier. He was head of the Financial Bureau and he's now head of the Budget Bureau. Akagi, the bureaucrat who committed suicide, mentioned Ota in his notes and he said that the testimony that he gave before the diet was, com you know, false, that he was lying, basically. Uh, uh. Mm. So there could be some high-level figures involved in this and that we're suppressing the investigation. We don't. Oh, I think there's there's no doubt about that. <laughs> you, you can't be too cynical, surely. Oh man, those, those guys are all crooks. They they didn't get where they are by by uh, playing fair, dude. Now, obviously, the motivation here is a big question in all this. Why did the government reduce the price of the land so much to sell it to this nationalist school? And we'll come back to that in a minute. But just quickly, while we're on this topic. I mentioned Fuyuki Aizawa before. Now this guy, he's a reporter, and he was involved with the original breaking of the story, you know, back in 2017, and okay. has been, you know, sort of liaising with the wife of the bureaucrat who killed himself, you know, so is responsible for a lot of the coverage now. Okay, okay. Now, the interesting... Th the reason I bring him up specifically is because, apparently, according to him, he was fired by NHK, the national broadcaster, after uh -huh. reporting on this issue, on the Moritomo land issue. Back in 2018, I think it was. Uh -huh. Now... We can't get too much into detail on this because I haven't got into his case too too far, but he has written a book about this, so maybe I'll read that and, and you know, we can do another Real Japan special on this. It gets very murky. Yeah, There's so yeah. many people involved in so many different directions it can go in. But NHK, for those not aware of it, is, you know, the National Japanese Broadcaster. It's kind of similar to the BBC in the UK, you know, yeah, publicly funded yeah. broadcaster. It, you know, according to Isar, the Board of Governors, the NHK Board of Governors, who are selected by none other than the Prime Minister of Japan, Abe, you know, sort of basically told him off for you know, for his reporting on the Moritomo issue. Yeah, yeah. Which should, in theory, be illegal. Under the Broadcasting Act, the Board of Governors should not be allowed to interfere in individual programmes in that way. Right, right, right. Mm. Apparently, also, there were issues with his reporting of uh, Campo Seme, 
the mis-selling of insurance oh, connected yeah. with the Japan yeah. Post group, which also has strong political connections. Yeah, yeah, because um, now they're um, mm. it's a public company. It was it was de deregulated, exactly. I guess. Exactly. But but for but that was just within the past what five ten years, yes. right? Yes, that happened. Yes, yeah. Up until that point, it was completely run by the government and all the uh, the senior management that are still there. Yes, are uh, are left over from the the government days. Yes. So there's a yeah, very, very strong ties there. Yes, exactly. Now, to give them their yeah. due, so as I said, Aizawa wrote this book about his firing from NHK after reporting on Moritomo. NHK did say that his book, they kind of phrased it in a strange way, but they basically said it contains falsehoods. They didn't say what parts exactly were false. You know, they didn't go into detail there, but... right. Well, because if they say what parts are false, then the, the corollary is the other parts are all true, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now, just because I'm sure some listeners' eyes are probably glazing over at this point, while we've sort of gone through this tangled web of lies and corruption and scandal. Yeah. But uh, just to get to the core of the issue, the problem here is, you know, why did this guy, this senior Ministry of Finance official, Nobuhisa Sagawa, why did he order those doc documents to be altered? You know, mm -hmm. and it just seems like it, you know, these are public records and there's so many people involved that at some point or other, it was bound to come out, surely. Yeah, yeah. You know, the motivation for that is not clear. Now, an important factor that I haven't mentioned up to this point, but that has been kind of touted as the reason or potential reason these documents might have been altered. Abe did say in Parliament that if it turned out, you know, this was back in, I think it was maybe in 2017 he said this. He said in the Diet, that if it came out that he or his wife had been involved in any kind of, you know, sort of improper landscape or in the scandal at all, that he would resign? Yeah, yeah, he said that. I, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, and there's some suggestion that maybe, you know, that was, there was this kind of indirect pressure on the Ministry of Finance to alter the documents that they you know knew that the opposition parties could question the government on this and that they decided of their own accord to to alter the yeah, documents yeah, yeah. in order to prevent trouble for the government i'm not sure how much i buy this you know the other obvious possibility is that someone above sagawa ordered him to have those documents changed Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I think is much more likely. Surely not. Yeah, you you know that's what happened, man. But, um, yeah, I mean, apologies to listeners if that was confusing. But, you know, and perhaps the confusing nature of it is one reason I think why it hasn't, or perhaps because it's a very domestic scandal. But this might be one reason why I think it's not been reported on a huge amount in the West 
but it is a huge story here in Japan. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, the, the, the only, mm. not only, but the, the, the vast majority of the English language mm. reporting on, on this particular topic has been yeah. like English language newspapers in Japan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, like I, I, you know, it might get us a small blurb, you know, on like, uh, you know, on a, a, a bona fide Western news outlet. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've never, I've never seen it uh, talked about in in any amount of significant detail. Yeah, uh, certainly. Yeah, yeah. It, um, I mean, you know, there's there is a lot of talk in the in the press, whether true or not about you know trump being corrupt and other you know these kind of allegations but yeah yeah you know just for any listeners that are looking at the japanese government and thinking they're a beacon of light they're certainly not they're oh no no way just as murky and perhaps a lot more murky and you know involved in dodgy dealings yeah. as any other government yeah yeah, I would certainly agree with that sentiment. Yeah, we might be able to come back to this. Like I said, if I read more about, you know, this reporter and his sort of conflict with NHK or if there's further developments in this court case, we can come back to it. Or we can maybe go into Kaguike's story sometime as well because he's an interesting guy. Yeah, like he's, he's one of my favorite uh, favorite but, characters. Um, you know, that's what I've been reading yeah, over the past week. my favorite news characters in recent years. Yeah, yeah, it does seem like it is a bit sad that this guy, Akagi, uh, uh, Toshio Akagi, that he killed himself. You know, the impression yeah, I got I mean, that's, that's, that's is very much that he was this guy go. who wanted to do his job. Yeah, and you know, ministry working at the Ministry of Finance is kind of like a prestigious job in Japan, isn't it? Oh, yeah, certainly. You know, yeah. not... Yeah, it's a... You know, you wouldn't expect to get rich from it, but it's not, you know, but... It carries a lot of esteem, perhaps, social status, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. You know, the yeah. idea of hardworking bureaucrats is, you know, they have a lot of respect in society, but it seems that, you know, this guy who perhaps had a lot of, mm -hmm. you know, pride in his work was forced to do something that he knew was was wrong, and ultimately that took its toll on, on him, sadly. Yeah, yeah. You know, there is also this culture in Japan where you can't say no to authority, you know, that yeah 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 you know sort of especially like if, if you're in a his situation I'm, I'm sure he knew that that what he was being told to do came from way high up the chain yeah so that made it even more you know i think for all intents and purposes impossible to to say no yeah exactly exactly you know it's easy to say well yeah yeah exactly i mean Realistically, it would have been a case of him losing his job, wouldn't it? Oh yes, certainly, yeah. And 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 you know, who knows? They might have thrown him under the bus. You know, exactly, they, they exactly. They yeah, could have found the perfect guy to just to, to put the blame on. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, apologies if it was a bit convoluted, but it is a huge story, and it's good that we got to focus on it, and we might come back to it at, at some point. Yeah, it might make uh, yeah, it makes for good content um for yeah I, f I feel like a story like this it would be mm. uh, you know it, it's 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 good to to talk about it like we have yeah uh, on on the on this episode certainly but 
it, it might make for a good topic for if if we ever decide to do like videos. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I mean, but that's a whole that's a lot of work. So I mean, no promises there, but uh, yeah, you know, yeah, it might be an interesting video to make. Oh yeah, get, get some uh, you know, some on-screen motion graphics. Yes, sir. Yes, that would certainly yeah, help, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, all that good stuff. Yes, yeah. sir. But you know, well. We'll, we'll think about that. Yes, sir. So. All right. Well, I think we've, uh, yeah, we've gone on for quite a bit. We have. It's turned into a bit of a long one. It's a bit yeah, um, yeah. involved, the Moritomo case, but. Yeah. Well, hopefully our listeners uh, have stuck with yeah. us. Yeah, hopefully. If, well, if you made it this far, you can probably make it through anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Certainly, um, because this is definitely one of the most, I think, comp complex yeah uh, news items that we'll ever have to tackle. Yeah, complex and also dry in the sense that, you know, it's all Ministry of Finance and all these in internal divisions and things and, you know, senior bureaucrats mm -hmm, and things mm -hmm. involved. So it can be difficult to untangle. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. But with uh, with that being said, uh, if um, you are interested in our content, then please come find us on uh, Instagram. And our handle. Do people still say that handle? I think so, right? Do people still use that? I don't know. Yeah. It feels kind of old school now that I said it. But anyway, mm. our, uh, our our username. Oh, username yeah. is uh, is a uh, real Japan guys. Mm. And uh, we're also on Twitter, uh, Real Japan Guys on Twitter as well. Our website is thereal.jp. And if you feel like emailing us, our email address is mail at thereal.jp. Yes, sir. Yep, and uh, we post, uh, you know, we're still trying to figure out what to do with, with Twitter. Mm. Um, well, we'll, fi we'll figure something out because Instagram, you know, it's relatively, uh, you know, you post a picture, right? Mm. But Twitter, it's like, what are you supposed to do? I don't know. We'll, we'll figure something out. Mm. But yeah, come follow us anyway. And yeah. You'll be the first to know when we figure out what to do. Um, and Instagram, yeah, we post uh, just random scenery or yep. food, pic food pictures because everybody likes food pictures. Yes, sir. Let us know if there's any yeah. particular content you want to see or hear. Yeah, I, I still got to go find one of those uh, panties vending machines. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I, I don't know, because I've never seen one. No. Me neither. Yeah, I mean, I hear they're out there. So yep. We'll go, we'll, go on, we'll go on a quest someday. Yes, sir. We'll have but nighttime yeah, adventures uh, in, in the red light district on our hunt for oh, the mythical yeah, oh boy. vending machines. Yeah, we'll, we'll wake up in an alley with no clothes on. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, oh, well. Any, anything to get that sweet, sweet views, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. All right, but anyway, we'll, uh, I guess we'll call it here. Yep. So we'll, uh, we'll see you all again next week. Goodbye, listeners. All right, bye-bye.